This is Leave Your Mark. I'm Vince Cortez, and today's guest is Darren Shabane. He is an exercise physiologist and a heroic storyteller. He discusses the power of connection, the impact of increased movement in our day, the chemical reactions in our brain from a simple smile, and the link between a strong and healthy immune system and internal happiness. That was internal happiness. Darren, thank you for being my guest here today. I appreciate you coming by. Well, thank you for having me, Vince. It's, it's, it's just I'm honored to be a, a, one of your guests today. Hi there, and welcome. Now it's time for America's favorite podcast, Leave Your Mark, with your host, Vince Cortez. If it's fly, loose fit it, it's Cortez. If freezing, shove is in it, it's Cortez. Leave Your Mark is about inspiring the world, one guess at a time. Pass the word from Brooklyn to Pittsburgh, from urban to suburb, it's Cortez, you heard? And here is our host, Vince Cortez. You have a very interesting story I want to touch on, your back background because um it's not every day people get to speak with the kinesiologist and get the details that you're going to provide for us here later because there's one thing that you definitely do and that is cover the small movement and the understanding of the importance of it so we'll get into that in one second you're canadian born from winnipeg canada winnipeg canada yes yeah now it's mighty cold up there i'm from pittsburgh and you're colder than than we are ever here well, you know what we say to a lot of people, eh? It's like, oh, cute, you have winter. Yeah, Winnipeg is <laughs> it's very chilly, very chilly in, in the wintertime. Yeah. Where the men are men, huh? That's the Yes, real. yes, yes. All right, now your dad, Gary, was an art publishing gallery owner, and your mom was a guidance counselor in high school level, and you're the oldest of six kids, Kevin, Travis, Bram, Amy, and Stephanie. So, yeah. uh what was it like being a lead dog there? That's, you know, you got five of them in your wake. What kind of influence were you putting down? Oh, well, I'm a competitive guy, right? So I always had to lead from the front, lead from the front. And, um, you know, just growing up, it, it was uh, my, my Kevin and myself, we were always competing against one another, right? Be it on, on, on the hockey rink or wrestling. I mean, we're always, always competing. How and, close are you to in age? Uh, a year and six days. A year and six, yeah. So you know that you know there is a couple uh, pile drivers going on in the basement. Oh yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it. down in the basement too, where mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, mom and dad can't hear what's going on. You That's know? awesome. Share with me, like, what was it like? There's six of you. You had a nice holidays in the hockey living and lifestyle. So what was going on in the house when you were younger? Well, when we, when we were younger, I mean, it was such a, a fabulous family environment. And, you know, as I've gotten older, I look back and I get very, you know, reminiscent of, the, you know, the smells and, the, and just the music in the house around holiday season. And, and uh, you know, we being a Canadian, we just celebrated our Canadian Thanksgiving at, at the start of October. And I was really, I was missing home. I was missing my family. Um, so it's, it's as I've gotten older, appreciating the little things and the memories of, of just growing up in a really happy household with a great supportive family. So with the sports being a central part of your youth, you go to Shaftesbury High School, the Titans in, yes. in, in Winnipeg, and you're playing hockey, obviously. And you said you started running and got involved in the track and field. And realizing you go to University of Winnipeg for the kinesiology, 
share with me that track experience and the direction your mind started going with how well, you were feeling about your body and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think as any, as any, uh, 20 year old, you know, there's a little, a lot of insecurity, a lot of insecurity, right? So for me moving my body, I, I, I got really involved with the running, you know, in high school and let it go and then picked up the weight training. So I was in the gym all the time, you know, making sure my, I was working on my chest and my arms. There's that oh, yeah. insecurity, right? I, I want to look good filling out a shirt. And I guess to some extent, it still happens today, you know, 30 years later. But it was it wasn't directed towards, you know, how moving our body can impact our health and how it's so important. It was, look, I want to look good in a T-shirt, plain and simple. That's it, right? Fill that void, that insecure void that I had. And it wasn't until my 30s where I, where I picked up the, the running and literally ran with it again. Well, I think that now when you did the track and field, were you doing sprint events, middle distance, long distance? I was doing, I was doing everything, Vince. I, I just loved it. I, I always loved moving my body and I always loved the challenge of, of these grueling events. So I would love okay. the long distance. I would love the, you know, the, at the time, the longest event we had was a 5,000. So 5k, mm -hmm. uh, three miles, three miles for you. And I just, I loved, I loved that, but I also loved the short, fast sprints as well. And the long jump and the triple jump. Yeah. The adrenaline rush was what was getting you. I, I well, myself, I ran a track for one year and I was, I guess as middle distance um, doing the uh, one mile relay. And right. I could remember just finishing that one lap. And I mean, I could feel my heartbeat down in my ankles, you know, cause you're going, you're going all out. And it's like, my body was just electric from the adrenaline cause going hard. So you doing all of the different events, I can imagine how you were igniting your body. So does this weigh in then as to why you want to get into kinesiology moving forward? Well, well yeah. I mean, I guess it's, that that kind of I don't know what I want to do with my life. I've always been interested in it. Let's you know, let's let's pursue it. Let's pursue it and and see what happens. So now you get up in school. What? How does the beginning of studies go with that? I'm I'm the type of guy that if I don't get something right away, I'm I'm willing to throw it all away. Right. So I remember you know being in human anatomy and the first midterm I wrote, I think I got, I, I barely passed like a D minus. And I'm like, am I really, is this really what I want to do? Because I'll talk a good game that I'm looking for challenges in my life. But when push comes to shove, I was ready to cash in my chips. And thankfully I didn't, thankfully I, I stuck with it and, and, and came to learn that, that deep down, not only do I like doing all these crazy things with my body, but I'm also a science geek. I'm also a science, I, I just, I love the science behind moving our bodies and what happens when we move our bodies and what gets stimulated, these different systems, how muscles can crosstalk with different systems and different organs. It, it fascinates me. It absolutely fascinates wow. me. So yeah. then that, that really, did that switch during college or was that something that came later? Like, cause you finished the it, degree. It, yeah, it came later. It came later. And, you know, I'll, I'll put it up out there is that I'm a, I'm also a, a very obsessive kind of guy. Once they get going on something, it's just, it consumes me, it consumes me, it consumes me. And, and so, 
you know, it's just the study of and, and applying this knowledge into everyday actions. I want to learn more. I want to learn more. I want to learn. More. I want to read this real quick because for the audience that doesn't know what kinesiology is, it's the biomechanical processes of the body, exploring how managing those processes can contribute to human health. So that gives yeah. them a more clear understanding of what you're referencing there when you're talking about the movements. Connect with us on LinkedIn. Be our friend on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You are listening to listening to Vince Cortez. We just want you to leave your mark. Now, you're out of school for a while, and you, you said that you go to uh, Thailand and you're in South Korea and Portugal. So, I mean, you're, you're on your way out of school here and share with me how this progresses into what you're currently doing today. For sure. So, so, uh, 2008, I left Canada, uh, and, and the next stop was South Korea and South Korea was an amazing experience because it completely changed the way I looked at things and thought about things, uh, opened my eyes that maybe there's another way to be doing things. During this time, though, I'm in South Korea, it's, I'm given this opportunity where I can just train and be consumed with Ironman racing. So that's, uh, I don't know it in miles, it's 3.8 kilometer swim, 180 kilometer bike ride, and then a 42.2 kilometer run. So I've, I've raced in five Ironmans. Um, but, you know, it's that, it's that addiction, that addiction to uh, more, you know, more training, more training, more training. And what I came to realize is that is that I can take the same kind of mentality of, of manipulating what I'm doing with my body, but using it to preserve and extend longevity and health. Now, the adrenaline part of it is just is, is a wonderful thing, but yours is a combination of mind and body. So share with me a little bit about some of the stuff that you do and referencing making that muscle mind connection and the practices you do with that. Oh, for sure. For sure. Here's a really simple one that everybody can do. Right. So right now, even just by standing up, right, I'm just being mindful of how my body's moving and I'll throw out a challenge to not only you, but to your audience as well throughout the day, when you're listening to this, actually become mindful and be, you know, present in not only in your mind, but in, in, in your body, when you're sitting back down in a chair, and I guarantee that for most people, and I've never been able to accomplish this for one day, I get good for a couple hours, but by the time late in the day rolls around, you're just plopping down. And it's how can we be more, more mindful of it? More mindful in, in how we're standing, right? Is my, is my head up? Is my chest up? And a really simple trick, Vince, really simple trick. My Nana was right. Just start walking around with a book on your head. And immediately you're going to know a shift, notice a shift in your posture. And what does that mean? Well, number one, we're getting more oxygen in to the working muscles. So that, you, you know, take, do an experiment right now. Put your hands in your pocket. Try to take a deep breath. Stand up nice and tall and try it the other way. You're going to see immediately you get that oxygen in. What yeah. does the oxygen do? Right to the internal organs. Number two. Right, it's taking that compression off the spine. We're we're disrupting muscle passivity with excessive and prolonged sitting. But number three, and this is something you know, this is something I'm sure you can relate to. We want to be more present to the people around us, connecting with people. How can I be connected to people if I'm hunched over, staring at the ground in the chronic eye hunch position? 
Mm-hmm. So it's very simple, standing up, putting a book on my head, you know, I'm greeting people with this, the heart. You do reference in your studies about smiling and yeah. chemicals that that triggers inside of us. So these are things that I don't think too many people give a second thought to, or maybe not even understand that, you know, to be that connected to themselves on a physical level. A physical and, and also emotional level. So when we, when we smile at another human being, I'm going to get a dose <laughs> of serotonin and you're going to get a dose of serotonin. So it's a double whammy of serotonin, right? Uh-huh. And here, here's, the, here's the kicker. Even if you don't smile back, we're both still getting that dose of serotonin. I, I talked about this once a long time ago at one of the conferences I was speaking at. Um, they did a study in Wales looking at people who um, had Botox, right? Botox, cosmetic surgery. And what they found is that they could measure the cortisol in their body. They had lower cortisol in the body. Why? Because they couldn't frown. So just think about it oh, like wow. that. We're actually, by <clears throat> smiling, simple act of smiling, we're actually in, in lowering our stress and our cortisol in our body. We're stimulating the parasympathetic nervous system just by smiling. I like it. I I had done some practicing with the breathing and the Wim Hof. Mm-hmm. Uh, it helps you get more granular in your thinking for something that you're doing here. Um, the idea of also when you're referencing probably your, some of them are, are your gluteus maximus, the biggest muscle in your body. You're talking about how being butt centric helps your posture, but also helps your energy. Like share with me about that in your midsection, how that generates energy. Vince, you hit the nail right on the head. Okay. Let's go back to, you know, now I'm standing up. Most people walk around, you know, instead of using their glutes, their hips, they're using the lumbar region of their spine for human movement. Okay. You, you hit the nail right on the head. That is the biggest muscle in our body our glutes. So the more that we can actually contract our glutes, move those muscles, functionally move them. I'm not talking about how good they look in the mirror, but functionally move them. Our butt, our body, those muscles are releasing myokines. Myokines are cross-talking with other organs in the body. Here's the kicker. And these myokines will actually stimulate our natural killer cell activity. They're going to stimulate T-cell activity. They're going to stimulate um, what's happening with the it's, gut brain link with your, more um, triggering your immune system too, isn't it's, that? Tri- it's triggering your immune system. So the muscles actually are a huge part of the immune system. When you function- say that lumbar, what is that? Is that a weak back or a weak stomach that's causing you to lumbar instead of your rear end? Exactly what you, t- what you, what you touched on that mind body. It's a weak mind. We, oh, we're not, really? We're not changing bad the way posture. We, we're not changing the way we move, right? If we don't, if we don't consciously, if we don't change something, if we keep doing the same thing over and over again, that's the definition of insanity. Oh yeah. I know that. So it's making, <laughs> it's making that conscious decision up here. Listen, I want to change that. So I'm going to shift how, where I'm moving from. So it's starting to use the hips more, starting to use the butt more. All right. So you're over here in Bangkok. It's 2018 and a, a fellow guest, Dr. Lodi, and yourself cross paths in Thailand. 
at a speaking event. So share with me your first encounter with him. Yeah, so I do I do a lot of speaking at medical conferences. So I'm I'm speaking about sarcopenia, why we lose strength and functional mobility as we age. And he's speaking about, you know, integrative oncology. This guy walks up on the stage and immediately starts speaking. The hairs on my arm stand up at full attention. And I'm like, I have never heard anybody speak like this. The way he looks at things, the way he thinks about things. Who is this guy? Who is this guy? Now, you make friends with him. Did you speak before him or after him? It's funny how things work out. Um, so I met I met him, introduced myself to him. Uh, one of his, uh, the people that worked for him was at a conference a year later. And, you know, I got to know her and, you know, I met Dr. Lodi a, a few more times and realized that he has a very, very uh, just unique way of, of looking at everything. When I mean everything, I mean everything. And I was blessed and I'm so grateful that he brought me in to start working with his patient, uh, par pardon me, his people. I hate using that word patient. I hate it. And I catch myself. He brought me into his clinic to work with people who are diagnosed with cancer. So that's where, you know, the movement comes in and a really unique opportunity for me because there's constraints in a clinical setting where a lot of these people, the treatments, they're confined to a chair. And it's like, I see a great opportunity, you know, obstacle, no problem. Let's create an opportunity yeah. and create more movement with people in a clinical setting. If you are listening from Australia, Florida, or just from around the corner, from East Coast to West Coast outlets, if you're not to the dirty South straight, make a left and Contact us, leave your mark with your host, Vince Cortez. Now, just for uh, on a little backstory on you, you have been doing your work, you said, for about 25 years. So just to kind of fill in what was going on there while you were doing your kinesiology and your you began to develop and now you're doing speaking, you come across Dr. Lodi's path and you just mentioned he create a uh, opportunity for you at the an Oasis of Healing in Arizona. So when did you start doing that with him in Arizona and what, do you, what are you currently doing about that now? Okay, so yeah, I would say, um, you know, I would say he didn't create the opportunity. Uh, you know, God created that opportunity. I'll just challenge that because I, he is just an amazing, amazing scriptwriter, God. Um, so it's staying in contact with him. We've got 2019. We're going to open up some more integrative clinics in Thailand. I'm a part of that. I'm a part of his team he's brought in, and COVID comes in. So all of a sudden, everything gets shut down. I go to Portugal for a year with my partner. And from there, you know, I'm still writing out uh, plans of, of how we're going to implement this movement into the whole program with, you know, for people to stop making cancer. Sure enough, as you would have it, uh, it's been, I've been in Arizona now for two months working at his clinic where we're bringing in, you know, just some really interesting ways of getting people to move their body. And one of the first things I do with most of the people is I get them to play, play around in the kitchen with me with a broom. And we move our bodies using a broom, oh, not just wow. the floor, but, you know, playing with the broom. And that, that Vince, is so important is we've got to get away from this whole notion of, quote, unquote, more exercise is better. It's dogmatic. It's misleading. It doesn't work. What we need to do is we need to play more. We need to move more throughout the day. Simple, simple little movements. You probably answered the two questions I was going to ask you. You know, what is your mission? You just shared that with me. 
And how are you fulfilling it? You just shared that. And this one's a pretty obvious one. So as you're developing these things, what would you say excites you the most about what you're doing now? What excites me the most is, is just being able to really think outside the box box and get people very very excited about movement as simple as getting up and down from a chair or you know i i I worked with a person today 73 year old guy from texas great guy great guy and we spent half an hour on our hands and knees crawling around in the grass in a park and that's that's what it's about that's really cool it's incredible incredible okay (laughs) and then my next question is where will you be three years from now uh, you know what, Vince? That's not up for me to decide. It's up for God to decide. <laughs> a true, a true yeah. free spirit. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Okay, now that that sounds like a strategy as well. So, as far as what your current work is on the internet, you're on YouTube, and then you've got an Instagram going. Um, what are you planning on doing with that? Well, where I, where I see that going now, I've taken a step back over the last couple of years, coming back into it now is I see an incredible, incredible opportunity of helping people get more movement. In. And what you'll see over the next couple of months for me on social media and on, on YouTube is more what we call movement snacks of how can we, you know, exercise is great. Don't get me wrong. But if we were to look at the movement patterns of somebody who deems himself inactive, I'll be the inactive, you're active, you go to the gym for an hour. We compare our movement patterns throughout the day. We're going to be moving less. We're going to have the same movement patterns. So what we're going to come up with is these very simple movement snacks as we've implemented here in the clinic of two minutes, three minutes, we still get the health benefits and implementing that, these small movement snacks into the day. I so the, the ana- movement snacks. The, uh, the analogy I give is, is, and it works great here in a clinical setting because we got our IVs up here, is I want you to think of like this is every time we move our body, we're getting a little more dose. And I've got to tell you something, Vince, movement is medicine. I agree. My experience, what I went through with the cancer and how depleted I was, um, the the finer details of what you're talking about, I never gave a second thought to. You know, it was kind of like when we're young, we learn how to walk and feed ourselves and clothe ourselves. So the idea of thinking about every little movement involved in those things that we didn't have a second thought about. It's like, you feel like you slipped into another world. And I believe your work is making that world made known available. It's like people do need to pay attention to these things and realize that they can have a better life. And it's not as hard as they think it's much actually easier the way that you're making it playful and fun and how you're labeling the things that they need to get involved with. I love it. I think your work is great. So do you have any new tips, anything currently you're doing you want to share with us? For sure. For sure. And, and this, this is the biggest one is, is, is it, it's all well and good to, to move your body. Don't get me wrong. But when we can be of service to other people, it even ups the ante even more. So my my whole vision is being fit is being useful. How can you do that in everyday practice? Tomorrow, go for a half hour walk, 30 minute walk, get outside, no sunglasses, let the, let the sun stimulate the pineal gland, get that serotonin and we'll get the benefit of the melatonin at night. Take a bag with you, walk around your neighborhood and pick up trash because being fit is being useful. 
Okay, you lead me to the question of the interview. <laughs> How would you like to leave your mark? By being useful to other people, plain and simple. A true free spirit in every sense of the word. Yeah. This is a wonderful thing. It's great work you're doing. More people need to know about what you're doing. So share with me where you're at on social media and give me the handles there. We'll put them down in the link below, but I'd like for you to tell us them as well. For sure. For sure. If anybody has any questions about, you know, how to move their bodies, they can connect with me, Darren Sherbane on Instagram. Uh, you can also email me, Darren at an oasis of healing.com. And, uh, and I'll get back to you and I'll answer you. Um, and if you're having any, you know, I don't know where to start. Um, go on to YouTube and just punch in my name, Darren Sherbane, and some videos will come up. And I've got a really interesting, really interesting talk that'll change your perception of movement and how connection. And that's one of my TEDx talks, Sitting is the New Smoking. Sitting is the New Smoking. Folks, you want to check that one out. I watched it and that is definitely mind opening. Darren, yeah, you're the man. Thanks for coming by. Appreciate your time. You. Thank you so much, Vince. You have a great day. Very enlightening as well. Thanks for listening to Leave Your Mark today. Tune into our next episode of Leave Your Mark with Vince Cortez. Be blessed. You just left your mark. Thanks for listening. listening. Listen to more episodes on demand. Just click Leave Your Mark with Vince Cortez.